0: You're listening to the Church Boys Free Q and A.
1: It's Billy Hollowell here with the Church Boys podcast. I have David White on the line. How you doing today, David?
0: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
1: So you know, it's been a while since we last talked, um, but you have you have a new project um, coming out that I'm actually excited about. It's a book called Between Heaven and Hollywood, Chasing Your God-Given Dream. And I love, I actually love the title, and I think the subject is super important right now, especially considering that you and Pure Flix um, have had quite a bit of success in Hollywood um, producing Christian content at a time when I think so many people are craving that. So I guess we'll just launch off here with the, the question I've been wondering, why did you write this book?
0: You know, um, I—that's a good question. Why did I write the book? <laughs> um, I think it—it is—it goes back to. I, I think of myself as like probably one of the least likely people who should be doing what he's doing. And you know, I'm from a very small town outside of Dodge City, Kansas. I remember sitting on a tra- tractor, you know, in high school in the middle of a wheat field, and um, and and just literally surrounded by wheat. And just I, I had this dream that God had put inside of me. I, I grew up Mennonite, so I, I had not been in any entertainment. I bet I practically hadn't seen much entertainment. In fact, <clears throat> excuse me. In fact, I, uh, I saw one movie in a the theater the first 18 years of my life. Wow. And so. If you know anything about Mennonites, there's a joke that the Mennonites make the Mormons look like a pack of hell's angels, <laughs> because you know because we uh, we were massively conservative and and um, and so, but I had this dream I couldn't shake this dream. Um, it made no sense. I, I told my parents one time uh, growing up that this is what I wanted to do is go on in the entertainment industry, and I remember my dad saying. You know, you don't know how to sing, you don't know how to dance, so how in the world can you be an actor or go into the entertainment industry? And uh, and from there on, I really didn't tell anybody. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've had a really blessed life in a way, not to say that it wasn't without hardships. And I moved to Hollywood, I was 19 years old, and I jumped right in and, and got to be on a hit television show about six months after I was here. And then, you know, I ended up going through, no doubt, different hardships, but, but through it all, producing and, and then starting a faith in, you know, one of the, the largest faith and production and distribution um, studios in the world. And um, and so I, I guess I just wanted to tell the story and try to encourage people that if it, if it doesn't make sense, this dream that you have inside of you, that it's okay. You know, how to take that, that the dreams that God has written on your heart and then turn it into the writing on the wall how to live out your passion in the actual day-to-day world. and So that's really what inspired me to, to write this.
1: Well, I love that, and I think it's so important. We're, we're living in a time where I really think we need Christians to be in media, to be in Hollywood, to be in universities, to be out there in the harder areas, in you know, the areas where Christianity seems to be waning or it's been suppressed or people just haven't gone out to be a part of, you know, as Christians, to be a part of those areas. Obviously, Hollywood is a huge piece of that puzzle and you have found success. I mean God's not dead was huge, you had God's not dead too and you have many 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 other films obviously that that have done very well um for you guys. And I guess you know just looking at all of this and it's a loaded question, but when you look at the success and you look at the challenges, you know what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? And I know it's still an ongoing process. You guys are growing and you have so many projects going on, but what are some of the lessons you've learned so far? in pursuing this the way you have?
0: Well, there's a couple different, you know, there's obviously there's a lot of lessons, I think, along the way that you learn. um, You know, in the book I talk about every hardship you endure, every failure you withstand could very well be a stepping stone to success and and ultimately the realization of your God-given dreams. That, you know, hard times will come. Um, There's, you know, I had a lot of odd jobs in the midst of, in the midst of, Being blessed with a career, you know, on the on the mainstream side, and then in between, you know, when when I felt God's calling to to expand out the faith genre, um, you know, there's a lot of times it wasn't an easy process. In fact, our second or third year in Pureflix um, was around the oh eight oh nine. You know, that whole thing that was going on with the economy, and and we couldn't even. Um, uh, I think all of our partners. We didn't take a salary for almost two years, so we we ended up selling practically everything to keep something going. Wow. Um, you know, you you come back to even the the existence of God's not dead when we we really believed that the Lord had wanted us to launch that theatrically, and we needed five million dollars. Which you know, from a business side, you could say, well, five million isn't that much to launch something theatrically, but. From where we were at as a company, that was a big deal to step out and to to you know to try to do something that that was not an easy thing to do, and you know in in reality we pretty much put our company on the blocks to to make that happen to to do what we thought we were supposed to do, and so um, you know and the Lord blesses that in in a lot of different ways, and he's he's seen us through and. You know, and now you know we're at a different place. Obviously, once God's Not Dead comes out and everything else, and you know, you're you're riddled with whether it's people, you know, you know the, the excessive lawsuits in our country, the excessive, you know, from God's Not Dead two, we couldn't put a billboard up at the convention, and then we had that whole, you know, you, you know that whole yeah, thing that happened, yeah. the Saturday Night Live mocking us on, you, you know, doing a doing a parody on uh, basically just mocking Christian films, um, as a whole. Um, so there's been a lot of, you know, it's like, it's like the challenges always change, but there's still, God is faithful. God is, is, um, right there in the center of it. If he's given you a desire that you can't shake and it's bigger than you, then there's a good chance it's from him and don't stop.
1: No, I think, and I think that's great advice. And a lot of people find themselves in that position. And, and here you guys are. I mean, look, you you will get hit from by the atheists. For they'll say that you're making things up. That you guys are going too far and claiming there's persecution when there isn't in the storyline. You'll get hit by other people who want to critique what they feel isn't the quality of a film it should be. You get hit by. All, I mean, you get hit by all of these different people. And I see it, and I see those hits sort of come. And a lot of them are not fair. Uh, and, and so, how do you? How do you grapple with that? I think the Saturday Night Live thing was intense. I mean, that was sort of an. In- on one hand, you know, you've made it when Saturday Night Live is making fun of you. On the other hand, it it was a little shocking on, on some level. So, how do you guys deal with those critiques? How do you process them as they come in?
0: I think everybody processes them different. You know, there's certain there's basically myself and Michael Scott are the the you know the the partners that are running Period and then obviously we have a whole lot of other wonderful people. Um, that are here as well, um, but we handle things differently. Mike and I, you know, the, you know, uh, I'm from the, uh, you know, from the performing side, and so I'm much more emotional. I think about uh, things and attacks when they come in, and uh, and 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 so it's it's an it's a it's tricky because sometimes you want to get emotional and you want to fight back and you want to you want you want to stand up, you know, and say what you're doing is wrong. And but at the other time. On the other side, I think it's good to, to let things kind of roll off your back that these attacks will come, and that's okay because, you know, you know that you're doing something right when they, when they come after you on those kind of things. And, um, you know, and our goal has never been about one to be to, to say, well, woe is us or, boy, we're being discriminated against or all that stuff because I think there's so much of that already in our, in our country excessively right now that we just, the the reason why we established Pure Flix was to, to uplift and inspire the human spirit through the powerful medium of film. Um, and, you know, and I think we've been able to do that in the midst of all the stuff that's going on. And it's been a wonderful alternative to, to what Hollywood is putting out there consistently, um, to what we can do consistently. And, um, you know, even with the launch of Pureflix.com, which is basically our faith family version of Netflix, again, this is a bigger, this is a bigger, you know, this is a bigger thing than than we can just go out there and accomplish. I mean, you can always start a platform and you can do it, but to make something successful and to make it really uh, change culture um, for Christ, for good, um, is a tricky thing. And, and again, I, that's, you know, I, I get back to my book, that's what I talk about a lot, is 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 your dream bigger than you? And if it is bigger than you, then there's a good chance that it's from the Lord, and don't stop doing that. Keep working at it.
1: You know, when, one of the things that I hear a lot, you know, I mentioned this, the atheist critique of, oh, you guys are, you're picking things that are so far-fetched that would never happen. Uh, I think the last six months in particular have been interesting because there are, I mean, the material is almost writing itself for you now. There there weren't as many right before, but now you have the California bill with the colleges. You have Massachusetts with the transgender laws. You have, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening now in the news that it's almost like the storylines are coming to life in some ways, which has been interesting to watch. Do you, I mean, I, how do you feel about that? I mean, do you guys feel a little vindicated on, on some fronts? Do you not really care what the critic, what those kinds of critics are saying? Uh, I,
0: you know, obviously I don't think we're, I don't think we're thinking it's a good thing. Right. Um, You know, uh, but yeah, there's so much material that it's like, well, what do you want to do? You know, what do you want the next movie to be on? Because you could, you could make it about 30 different topics um, that are all happening right now. And, And quite frankly, I think that's kind of sad that we're, you know, that we're, as a country, having to deal with that. Um, Now it's becoming the norm, and there's so much of it. And not not to mention even with the whole political um, race, and, you know, it's just extraordinary, the stuff that's coming out of the media on a consistent, you know, day-to-day basis. It's almost like you can't even watch the news because it's just a depressing, negative, you know, there's always something exceptionally wrong um you 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 don't walk away inspired which hopefully one more element and one more reason and a and a reason of why we're doing what we're doing is try to, to try to do the opposite with give <laughs> give people, right. give people right. something to be inspired
1: about yeah no it's it's interesting obviously not something that you'd be praising you know all of these the influx of these cases it's interesting a lot of them seem to be more individual cases the baker you sort of had people versus yeah, you know, the government. Or, but now you have laws and you have movements that are broader. And I think it is sad and it is bizarre. And, but we've kind of moved into that phase now. Um, and I think we're probably going to see more of this. And, there, like, you've got, you've got 40 different things I could think of that you could do for the next film. So I'm sure you have no shortage of, <laughs> of material. But uh, let me ask you this. Cause, and I don't know if you'll want to speak to it. But I think it is kind of interesting. Film seems to be turning a corner Um, And I just finished up a book where I talk about some of the history, uh, a book that I'm working on, some of the history of Hollywood and the self-censoring that went on and the sensitivity that once went on that we've now abandoned. But films seem to be making a turn where we have more films like God's not dead. We have more faith-based films, but TV seems to be taking a different turn. I mean, it seems to almost be doing the opposite where the content has gotten darker and darker. That's just my view. But I wanted to ask you if you agree with that. And if so, why do you think TV is still sort of going the opposite route?
0: I mean, I think there's more, based on the success of the faith-based movies that have come out in the last few years, there's more people trying to do that. There's a lot of studios that have stepped in into saying, well, great, let's have a faith-based label and let's put out more content you know, on the theatrical side. So I don't necessarily agree that there's... I think there's more, there's more theatrical... Um, aims at trying to do Christian, you know faith-based films, but I don't think that there's they're I don't think that they're that successful because it's it's a tough thing to unite a church behind a film that's coming out. And I think that's where a lot of faith films that go out have failed. yeah yes, there's more now than there was seven years ago or five years ago, but I still don't think that I think that 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 ramp still needs to keep getting bigger and bigger, and we need more really profound and good you know solid faith films out there definitely on the TV side I do agree with you it's amazing to me and now with all the different platforms up it's like languages you know trying to to find things that are you know that uh, even on even on your you know on prime time on the main stations you still have all the language you have you you have it, yeah it's yeah, the conservatism has gone out the door on those.
1: Yeah, I mean, the sexual it's part... It's hard to find a show saying. that you can
0: watch with your family, which is, again, why even, you know, go to PureFlix.com and sit down and, you know, there's over 5,000 titles on there that and series that you can watch with your family that hopefully is the opposite of what, what is coming through
1: the media. Yeah, no, I mean, the only show I can think of that I could watch with my kids and not be worried would be... The middle. I mean, I like I, I try. If I were to try yeah. to think on prime I can't. I'm sure maybe there are some others, but I can't think of any. And that's sort of that's sort of sad. But but on the flip side, and maybe TV will take um, a page out of out of film. And I know film has a long way to go, but it is encouraging to at least see a little bit of that movement happening. Um, and I think you guys led a lot of that charge with God's Not Dead. Will there be a God's Not Dead three?
0: Yes, Lord willing, there will be a God's Not Dead three. We're actually working on the script right now, and uh, you know, um, we've just been trying to find again with so many different options, um, trying to <laughs> see what what does God really want us to do for that, and and uh, you know, what's it what's the best story that we can tell about it? And obviously, it's you know, it starts with uh, I don't know if you saw part two, but in the credits, there's a little there's a little kind of a teaser of what is. Part three is sort of about with Reverend Dave going into jail. So
1: Yes, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it's fascinating. I think you guys have, again, a lot of material to pull from. And I'm going to make sure we link out to Between Heaven and Hollywood. People can get copies of the book. I appreciate you taking the time today. And always love and admire what you guys are doing over there.
0: Oh, you're the best, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day.
1: You too.